When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. Subscribe, like it, do all the good stuff you got to do and share it around to tell your friends about it. Today's a great episode. We got one of my good buddies, Mr. Tom Segura. Segura. I don't even know how to say it. I think it's Segura. Uh, but I'm stoked to have him. The dude is so much fun to talk to uh, and good to look at, ladies. That shiny, beautiful face of his. He's a gorgeous man. Uh, but I got good news. For the fans, we got new merch, baby! Bing, 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 bing. Like this hat right here is on the website. Go to andrewsantinostore.com, andrewsantinostore.com to find all the brand new merch. T-shirts, hats, highball whiskey glasses with yours truly's mug all over it. Um, I'm pretty proud of this stuff. This is this is uh, the first time that I've been like, oh yeah, we can roll out all this good new stuff. And uh, I think people will like it. So go to andrewsantinostore.com to check out the merch. Go to my website, andrewsantino.com, if you want to find out everything else you need to know about me, including links to the Patreon, which I highly recommend because I'm doing one-on-one Cheeto chats, more intimate episodes. The solo eps are there. So go over there to the Patreon at andrewsantino.com. But if you want to pick up some new merch, go to andrewsantinostore.com. Support the Whisk Ginge crew, please. Whiskey Ginger fans, get your lips on some of this. Drink up some Buffalo Trace. It's the only bourbon with balls since 1773. They've been operating as the oldest running distillery in the United States, my friend. The oldest continuously operating distillery in America. Buffalo Trace is the best. I've talked about this sauce before. It's my favorite juice, man. They make so much good stuff. And these guys aren't messing around. And Kentucky said that uh, it's vital medicine right now, so it needs to continue during the pandemic. And I couldn't agree more. This stuff is good to get inside your body. Um, They got some great stuff over there. I visited the campus. It's incredible. They're great people. They age this bourbon for uh, a minimum of eight years, which is longer than most bourbons that you're going to get in your hands for the quality and the price. It's incredible. I can't talk enough about it. The other guys, you know their competition, those other common names, those two guys that start with J, they're boo-boo compared to this stuff, man. This is the good jazz. Honestly, it's uh, high-quality, high-level stuff. And their other stuff, Eagle Rare and Blanton's and Pap Pappy, is uh, just as good as this jazz in a different way. Um, go get your hands on some of this right now. They're not going to slow down. They're keep pumping it out. And they're donating uh, to those in need, to our heroes that are on the front lines doing the good thing, giving them alcohol so they can wipe their hands, not for their stomach. That's this stuff. Uh, but it's distilled, aged, and bottled by Buffalo Trace Distillery, 90-proof Franklin County, Kentucky. Buffalo Trace is American family-owned and fiercely independent. Go grab some Buff Trace near you. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like that. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Got his fucking Air Force Ones on, dude. I got some kicks. You match so well, too. It Your was, pants. you know what? It was a coordinated effort today. Meaning that. I knew I was coming on here for the first time, yeah. waiting for the invite for a while, but coming on. Not true. And I was like, I threw these on, and then my son, one of my sons was standing next to me, and he was like, what shirt are you going to wear? 
And I was like, wow. uh, I don't know, man. I started pulling shirts out. He goes, why don't you just pick one? You know how fucking stupid you feel? As how old adult? is your son now? He's four and a half, the older one. He's wow. like, why? I, he, he goes, why are you? Because I, I was like picking out different shirts. And I go, well, how do you pick? He goes, I just pick one. Smart. And I was like, yeah, dude, all right. He knows he knows exactly how to dress, and yeah. he said, "Dad, you got this. You have to fix this up. This has to match that to match the kicks, and it does though. It all matches though. Well, you look good. Thanks. I have I have on. This is really Those embarrassing. Are nice. Yeah, these are cool Stan Smith, but they've got these um, these hard ties at the end. Yeah, but sometimes they clank when I walk. Ah. Uh. And it's embarrassing. Those I, look good. Uh, but I walked into a cafe and they're like, click, 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 click. I mean, this is also, by the way, matching on its own level. Yeah, this yeah, is a match. I do matchy stuff, but it's because I only have three colors. Yeah, I'm kind of like you. People uh, talk about me in the comments. are always like, oh, where, buy new clothes, but I can't afford it. And people need to know that. I, I don't have any money to buy new clothes. I knew that. Yeah, you know that because you care about me. But they, they you know, they just want to like, b- you know, belittle me. And it's like, dude, I can't afford to buy new stuff. So black uh, and and. Blue and gray is all I can afford. Mm. Once you get into like reds and yellows, greens, teals, all that stuff, it's expensive. Those are thousands and thousands. I, I imagine. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Isn't that what they cost when you go? I, I have a few. I have a yellow shirt and I have a teal shirt. They right. were 2800 bucks each. A piece? A piece. See, and that sounds That's expensive. for the color. It's just for the color. Do you wear them ever? I mean, on special occasions, you know. Mostly right. I, I wear black because it's free. Yeah, black is always... Well, that's why I wear these pants. These yeah. are free. Everything yeah. black is, is free clothing-wise. Everybody knows that. But mm-hmm. one day I'll tr- I'll get into... if I mean, you know, if something good happens in the biz, I'll be able to afford a yellow or, or blue shirt. I'd love to be there that day. I'll invite you. No. Okay. Uh, I want to introduce my guest. Uh, I should do that first. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It is Tom Segura. Yeah. Thank you. It's not welcome back, though. I'm welcoming the guests back because they. Oh, you're welcoming yeah. them back. I'm welcoming the fans the back. The fans back. Yeah, okay. they're they're they. They're returning. They're returning. Yeah. No new fans will come from this, is what I'm saying. I never get new fans. Ever? I've had the same 55 listeners since we started the podcast. That's fucking. That's growing. It's big. That is big. <laughs> it's big. We're taking over, and I got to tell you, I don't. Uh, I don't really want more people to listen to it. I think this is. We're going to settle with this. So cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. A uh, bottom clink because I we can't um, yeah. the pandy we can't touch. Just a little bit of something for the mm. Mm. blood. Isn't that good? Mm. That good. I like it. That's Hollywood stuff, dude. You got this from Hollywood. I called my guy Mike Hollywood and I said, "Can you get me some blood?" Yeah. Yeah. This is uh this is a forty eight year old Puerto Rican man's blood. That's good. It's really good. And it fucks you up if you drink blood? Yeah, it fucks you up that. enough. Yeah, because it, it messes with the, the levels of your own blood. It gets in the side of your own blood, and you get a little bit more, you get a little, little lucid. And I bet if it doesn't match, that's probably not good for you, but that's probably what makes it feel good, right? You poop it right out. You poop it right out if it doesn't match. Oh, really? Yep. Not a big deal whatsoever. You'd be a good doctor. Thank you, dude. <laughs> um, I just need to inform some people. For people that don't know, Tom Segura is probably one of the most... I would famous is a, a dumb word. Infamous um, comic orators of our time. Uh, a little unknown stuff about you that people don't know is you you actually wrote the original screenplay for Hamilton for the show for the play Hamilton. Yeah, which I think is so annoying that that guy took all the credit for it and took all the royalties and took all the. Oh, you're not getting paid. Nope. That's offensive, dude. Because yeah. that's your play. So Lynn Manuel and his his mom and my mom uh-huh. were like friendly, and they you know they used to like spec shit together. And so oh, like, cool. So like when you know 
we got to talking about he likes hip hop and I was like, Yeah, right. I do too. Right. So we started um kind of going back and forth and then he's like, you know, do you know anything about history? And I was like, I don't know anything about history. Dude, what like what do you want to know about? So I started I'm the one that gave him the whole background on right. you know, like on Hamilton. Dude, yeah. So, so he he didn't know any of that stuff until you? Nothing. What a thief, dude. No, not, nothing. He was like, We were founded in sixteen I was like sixteen. He didn't, he didn't know, know we... didn't know the year, you know. <laughs> Yeah. What is he? What is he? You know what, dude? But and that, and when I saw the goatee, I thought that's that's a t- it's a that's giveaway. A, that's a giveaway. Yeah. Tom probably said, "Oh, why don't you shave into a goatee?" Because he he used to have a beard. Yeah. Well, and the goatee because what happens when you have a goatee? Your lips look like an asshole. Look, it looks right. like you're so. Right. I was like, I know you're an asshole. Yeah. So, you know, why don't you put a goatee on your face? Put a goatee on your face. God, that's smart. That's yeah. a smart. Well, you do so many other great, wonderful things. Uh, you have a podcast that I loved coming on. Um, that's a, I should let me redo that. You have a you have a podcast that I enjoyed being a part of, um, mm. and it's called Where My Mom's At, and that's that's unbelievably, it's an unbelievably funny podcast, and I can yes. listen to it all day. Thank you. It's really good. It is really good, and it's uh, it's Christina's. That's her that's her mom podcast. Oh, Where My Mom's At. No, Christina's is the uh, your mom's house. No, the other way. No, Christina's podcast is your mom's house, and well, it's also hers because she co-hosts right. Oh, so they're it. both hers. Well, I mean, yeah, but that she... makes sense. Yeah, yeah, those are both hers. Um, but speaking of which, dude, speaking of hip hop, really annoyed uh, at something that that happened not too long ago. What's that? Uh, that you wore a Gangstar shirt uh, from our mutual friend yeah. DJ Premier, yes. and he tweeted about it or grammed about it. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, I wore three gangstar hats, and I, you know, that he sent to me, and I, and I got no love, and it really like kind of hurt my feelings. Isn't it the fucking like the post is obviously flattering, but isn't it crazy to have a relationship with him? I was in my bed. I'm. He's texting me one morning, and I said to my the old bag, my wife. Mm-hmm. I said to her, "This is the craziest shit on earth." I'm texting my literal musical like hero as a kid. Yeah. And she was like, who is it? I said, it's DJ Premier, a gangstar. She's like, oh, yeah, I like gangstar. Yeah, you play me gangstar. And I was like, isn't this insane? She's like, yeah, that's cool. But she, it's like she didn't, it didn't register. I'm so, like, babe, dude. this is if Whitney Houston texted you. Right, right. Like, that's what, that, that's what dude, this is. I got, okay, so I've always been a huge, huge fan. And mm-hmm. I know a few hip-hop people. He is like the absolute top of the food chain to me and i yeah i would never you know i've on on social media i've liked stuff I maybe i've commented once or twice yeah but you know it was from a dis. i never like was like trying to get in there you know what i mean i was yeah, like that, that feels like a a weird it's weird to fish for a hip-hop friend yeah like you know whatever happens happens right dude so i wore a, sh- a shirt that i that i bought from his store right on something and he he posted in his stories and then he sent me a message and i was like wait a minute and i had to keep looking at the name to like, like i was like is, with be... the check mark i was like no this is a he's fan not account. doing this yeah and then i like went back to it and i went back to the message and then he was like like the special is great and i love the podcast and i was like wait Ugh. what so i responded and we started going back and forth and i immediately started to do Screen grabs and I, my two college roommates, who we all listened to the same music together. Yeah. I was like, 
you're definitely going to shit your pants on this one. Because sometimes they've seen me like, you know, uh, on a show or in a movie or something or some comment and they'll go like, isn't that crazy that you... I go, you guys are going to die. Yeah. You're going to die. And they're like, what? I go, you have just... I am chatting with like our, I said, you know, yeah. hero. And they're like, what? Who? And I said, Primo. And they were, and they just sent like blown brain emojis. Yeah, those, and they those, were like, oh. yeah. And they were like, no. And I, and so then I sent them and they were like, what the fuck is happening? Mike, one of my friends was like, if you are going to go like hang out while he DJs, can I please be there? Just I, be near you yeah, guys? Yeah, he was like, he's like, I'll do whatever. I'll sweep the floor. And I was like, D- I'm just, yeah. And then, we started him him being such a fan of comedy it's crazy it is wild because well the more i meet hip-hop artists as years go on of guys that i have loved forever the more you realize that they love comedy so much and somebody a fan once asked me what do they think the connection is and i really couldn't put my finger on it i was like i don't know why a lot of hip-hop artists like love stand-up comedy i don't know if it's i don't know if it's much different than other musicians but for some reason so many hip-hop artists I know through the grapevine that have been like, oh, dude, huge, like huge fans yeah. of comedy, which yeah. I'm like, oh, I wonder why that is versus, you know, like at the store, sometimes we would get like famous musicians would come through, you know, a couple of bands that are big into yeah. like the comedy world, but it's, it's more rare, you know, like, um, uh, uh, Rory Scoville and all those guys, they know, uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, Jack White. Yeah. They know Jack White right. and, and that whole crew, they kind of they, like, they're into it. And I know that like, um, Tool apparently, like, the guys that, you know, they followed Tool. Do you know about this? They yeah, went on the road. They followed. Tool. Rory did that too. Yeah, and uh, they and they figured out. I guess that like, Tool knew who they were and was fans of comedy. I was like, I, I think there's like there's this crossover of musicians that always has is. existed, but a lot of times we won't like they won't admit it. We can always admit that we're huge fans, right? But a but a musician for some reason because we're clowns, it, like they don't really want to admit that they go to the circus. And also, I think some people will go. They'll just they'll think of if they if somebody says I'm a Santino fan. They'll go, so you like this perspective on mm-hmm. something? And the and the the person who says they're a fan is like, the guy makes me laugh. I don't Yeah, it's just I funny. Don't break down right. everything he says. You know, in ninety eight one time he yeah. he did it. Well what's even funnier, sometimes when someone will claim you said something uh that you didn't say. Yeah. You know, that they're like, nah, but you know, he, he when he, he did that joke about this thing, you know, like if someone will say that to me, they go, Yeah, Tom did this joke. I don't, it was about this thing, and then I'll tell them who really said it. I'll go, that wasn't Tom. That, that, that was, yeah. that was some other idiot. Yeah. And they'll go, yeah, I, t- I still don't like Tom for that. Yeah. It's like, you'll get the You still get the thing. <laughs> like, you'll yeah. get it, even though someone didn't. The opposite of that is when somebody goes, uh, dude, I love your bit about The Rock. And I'm like, I don't have a bit about The Rock. <laughs> You're like, they're like, yeah, you do. <laughs> they're like, it's hilarious. And and I can tell how happy they are. They're like, that's the funniest shit. And, and I'm like... like yeah, no, it's pretty good. And like, <laughs> At some point, you just accept it. You yeah, go, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're like, I show it to all my friends, and I'm like, oh, thanks, great. man. Well, you yeah. know, it it is my bit. Yeah, I had a I had a bit one time that uh, this was the best way I've ever heard somebody handle one of these. Like, oh, we have a joke in common. Mm-hmm. I had a bit that was kind of similar to Fitz's. Fitz, Fitz, uh, Greg Fitzsimmons. Fitz Dog had a bit, and he was working out this new bit at the Improv or something. And I walked up to him afterwards. And I was like, hey, man, I just want to tell you, we kind of have this like weirdly, there's one link that's pretty similar in this bit. And that's how a friend handles it. You know, you just yeah. go to someone, you go, hey, yeah. dude, we do this weird. There's something, I just want to let you know. Yeah. It's not the same. Ba-da-da-da. And literally Fitz goes, oh, really? I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, man, who does it better? And I was like, oh, you do. And he goes, okay. That's, that, 
That's all I want to know. <laughs> he goes, he's, as long as I do it better, then I don't, I don't fucking so care. He's so funny. Yeah, and it was, unfortunately, his take was better. So it was yeah. just, it was annoying because he was right. Like, he had never seen mine. He was joking around, but it, my ego check set off where I was like, yeah, his version is funnier. That is a, yeah, that's a very real moment, though. Who's is better? When you go, oh, wait a minute. Fuck, his is better. Yeah. Like, have you ever had a joke that someone else has done that you never talked about? Did you ever, like, that you never approached them on where you're like, uh, it's close, but it's I've not I've tried that close. to, like, I've tried to go, if I'm, I remember being at the improv on Melrose and seeing somebody, you know, they just, like, they had, like, a similar, they had a premise that I'd already done and recorded and everything. Oh, you put it out already. And so I was like, I was like, do I say something? And I was like, hey, just so you know, um, I have a bit that, like, tackles the same topic immediately people get defensive they're like oh i'll stop doing i go no, no you don't have to stop doing anything right i'm just letting you know just in case that it's out there and another time i told somebody uh that kind of thing where i go um i'm doing a bit like this and then they were like oh, okay um should i should i stop i go look they're different jokes yeah i'm just letting you i'm letting you know because you know i'm here tonight that when you see me do it it wasn't from tonight, me going like, no, oh, that's a great, like, <laughs> you have to like let them know. Like, yeah. hey man, I'm already doing this bit. Yeah. You know, I've done that. I mean, my favorite, I've told this story before, but like, I bet I did a bit t over 10 years ago on an album uh -huh. and it came out and then Mulaney did a, like a, the same topic uh. and he's like, you know the perfect comedian. <laughs> so yes, there was annoying. like, a, he's every, all his bits are great. So people started it hit me up this was like a while ago like oh cool Mulaney bit you did what was it by the way it was a midget n-word comparison i have the same i'm doing that bit right now do it run with it it's brand new so i did it did you say the n-word yeah i say it over and over and over i say it like 45 times. my bit is i don't say the m, m word because the m word's offensive to me which is ah uh, I say little person. I think the M word is disgusting. But the N word, I'll say a thousand times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that a bunch, and then I say, but little LP. I'll say LP. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he did, a, he did a bit like that, and then... Well, he did... We did the... The, the similarity is that um, the, the comparison, the premise is the same. Sure. You're comparing the two gravity of the words. We're both probably like, I don't know, man, like 29 or something. Right. Like, at the time, and uh, whatever. It comes out on an album... I do it on a half hour special. He does his, I think, on an album and a special. They're not the same joke, but they are the same, you know, setup. Set yeah, yeah, right. And I like, you know, we weren't living on the same coasts even. But the funny thing was, people, I would get messages like, you stole this from him. So I had never seen his. So I look it up and it's great, of course. It's, yeah, I'm, it's I'm sure it's good. It's, it's great. Um, but then I was like, well, when did his come out? And his came out after. So it was like such a joy. Oh, I know. To write back to people. So normally I don't. I was like two thousand four. I was just like, put it in there. I just was like, hey, do you ever check these release dates out? Yeah. And then one guy wrote back, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, ah, fuck. But like, of course, I never thought. Like, I knew he didn't take it from me. It's like that that premise for a joke could be thought of by anyone. And that but it's just of, it like happens. your execution of it. You know? Right. How you follow through. He did something in the story. And his, by night. the way, is so much more refined and thoughtful. It's articulate. And mine's more crude right. and stupid. <laughs> his is like his is like a um a French bistro. Yeah. And you're like a, a, a mess hall. You're, yeah. you're you're like a There's you're, food on the floor. Yeah, it's yeah. disgust it's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I 
he did a joke one time that that or was working it out, and I think he ended up putting it on something. But he came, he was at the store, and it made me so fucking mad because I literally had written that thing down yeah. a week before. I'm not kidding. We watch we watch Family Feud religiously at my house. We love it. It's my favorite thing to keep on because Steve Harvey is the funniest backhanded compliment, passive aggressive yeah. host. Like so mean, like yeah. so quietly mean. Like one time a woman goes, uh, the question was, uh, or the category was, um, favorite country to vacation to, and the woman goes, we're gonna go with Africa, Steve, and he looks at the ca- he like slow pans to the camera. And he just stares for, I mean, no, no shit. Like 20 yeah. seconds of TV time. Yeah. And they let it sit. And he goes, your favorite country to vacation to is Africa. And even they're like starting to sink in. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, don't show me Africa. <laughs> and it's like, nah. nah. And he just turns back to the camera. And it's like so mean for a TV host to be mean. To their, yeah. To the guests. People who are thrilled to be there. Yeah, they're so excited. trying so I love this dude. So I said, one night we're watching it and he's being, he's like berating these people. And I go, it's, it's like, why does Family Feud always have a war between a black family and a white family? Yeah. It's like this weird race where it's all, it can't be two black families, can't be two white families. It's always black and white. So I wrote down something along those lines of like, um, if you want to know the status of, of race relations in America, just watch Family Feud because it's black versus white and feel how different their answers are yeah. of where they're going. And he, I see him at the store and he says uh, something to the effect. John of, does? Yeah. And he says something to the effect of, oh, a, a week or so later, he's in town and he goes, um, nothing in life is black and white. Nothing, of course, unless you are contestants on the Family Feud. And he goes into this whole bit and I was like, fuck me yeah. i don't know if he ever ended up doing it on something well his his like i saw him at melrose another time doing like stuff that he's cl- it was clearly in its infancy right and it was it was better than everybody's set like everyone's well formed yeah two-year yeah. bit like yeah. every time i was like that's such a like such it was either such an interesting thought such yeah. a funny take such an original spin i was like and then i walked out of there and i was like dude that was great and I go, I loved, uh, uh, and I couldn't, like, cite it. I was like, it was all good. It's all good. <laughs> Every piece of it was very, yeah. you're very talented. Yeah. Uh, I want to dive back into this real fast, honestly, because now I'm interested. Are you an old school, like, underground hip-hop fan when you were, in, did you, like, backpack hip-hop? Or no, that wasn't your shit? I mean, like, you know, some underground stuff, like, the thing, you know, I'm 41, so when I was a, when I was... Eight and nine, and first buying like tapes and stuff. Yeah, same. There was a rap section in music stores. Mm-hmm. There, there was ten groups. Yeah. So I just owned all of them. Yeah, you yeah, know? That, that, yeah, that was your shit. Like I just had, I had Public Enemy, EPMD, Eric B and Rakim, yep. Queen Latifah, yep. Big Daddy Kane, the Fat Boys, yep. Run DMC. Yep. Like yep. that's how I started. Right. And then it just kind of expanded from there, you know. So right. But did you ever have like? Did you ever get into like? Um... In the late 90s, well, I should say maybe the mid to late 90s is when like backpack rap kind of took off, quote unquote, backpack hip hop. Like a lot of, especially growing up in Chicago, for me, it was like the Midwest rap scene of guys like Atmosphere and the Rhyme Sayers guy and uh, Rhyme Sayers crew and Brother Ali and Mediogre and uh, um, uh, Aesop Rock prior to Aesop Rocky, which is mm-hmm. so funny that Aesop Rocky 
became this super Huge, famous yeah. name. When I was a kid, Aesop Rock was an underground hip hop artist who I was obsessed. I was obsessed with who painted pictures verbally similar to the way that like um, Ghostface does. Like in this very like weird thematically off, but like it's, I still know exactly Vivid what he's talking about. Yeah, it's really yeah. strange. It's beautiful yeah. the way he did it. But all those guys I really got into heavily. I mean, I, I've talked about it before, but I spent every last dime at this old record store at ASU's campus called Hoodlums. I, every dime I made from work, I would go buy shit from Hoodlums music of any kind until the guys finally respected me. You know when you go to like earn a respect of something like that and the guys are like, he's in here all the time. He knows kind of what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, It'd be yeah. cool to him. Yeah. And then they would finally give me early drops or they would tell me about guys like Mr. Liff or all this stuff. And then I got I got obsessive. I got to a point when it was like, honestly, for a poor kid, like I had no money in, when I was in school, it was a bad habit. I was spending like $500 a week on what? music or going to shows. Or, oh, dude, it was obsessive. It was, wow. it was almost unfortunate how much money I was spending. on. If I ta- was talking to a girl, I'd be like, you got to come to a show with me. You know, like we'd have to go to a show because mm-hmm. if she didn't like hip hop, I was like, this girl's fucking trash. Like yeah. I immediately was like, you don't like hip hop? You fucking, you're, you don't, you don't know music. Yeah. It like overtook my life. So I, I, I just didn't know if you had any of those like underground hip hop guys that you really got sunk into. And a lot of those guys, by the way, are still around. Yeah. Some of the, I mean, dude, I, I made a thing as a joke when I, I, uh, when I tried to fuck with Bert, mm. uh, well, I fuck with him all the time, but he's your handicapped friend. Yeah. 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 yeah I've seen that I guy. do. Uh, yeah. Thing with that, I help him out, put him on a show. Like his whole career? No, like he he has special, you know, needs. Right, right. And so he's like, you know, will you work with me? So oh. it's like a volunteer thing. I oh, bring this, him in. Right. I do a podcast, but like it's basically like helping him. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, no. no I I've seen, and a lot of people on the internet often say, uh, "There's a quote." If you've, I don't know if you've seen it. I've interviewed you read comments, but it's always said um, they call it cool charity. I didn't know what that was, and it's. I guess there's a thing called Cool Charity. It's a it's a charity called Cool Charity, and it's money to keep funding you helping Bert because they're afraid that's that cool. at some point you'll get over it and get sick of it. But yeah, I think that's. Very I imagine cool. you probably feel a certain way about Bobby. Yeah, no, uh, Bobby to me is Bobby isn't my Bert to you though because to you and Bert like you, there's love in your heart for him. Absolutely. And with Bobby, it's more like. Um, I, I, I literally ha- I hate him as a human and yeah. as a comedian and I'm doing it because I, it's a debt that I owe and I and I owe I have a I have $185,000 outstanding debt at Caesars in Vegas yeah. and I just got to recoup some of that money back. So this is a thing I just need to do. Uh, also the state gives me 45 bucks a month to, to... watch over him. Oh, that's... I have to check on him twice a day. But that's like gas money, right? Yeah, yeah, but honestly, it's it's just troubling because when you have to you have to wake him up, you have to put him to bed, you have to clean him, and cleaning him is the hardest. Do you have to clean Bert? Mm. No, so you have to clean Bob, and washing him is tough because he's squ- he's squeamish. You know, he's you short. get him in the tub. Yeah, but they freak out. Yeah. He hates water. He's tubby. Yes, and and when he gets in there, he panics, and he doesn't like shampoo time. And when we dry him off, it's tough. So it's it's a challenge, but you know, I'm willing to do it. Yeah. I'm willing to do it because I'm an, I'm a nice guy and I do I do care about you know not him but like maybe other people other people yeah around yeah. him or repaying yeah. my debts in any in any semblance you know I like that Are you done having kids? Yeah. This is it forever? Did you get I'm going to. You are? Yeah, I'm going to. Are you not scared in of like that? a month? I I had my appointment yesterday for the consult. Guess what? Huh? I have a hornea. You're so horny you have a hernia? Yep. 
When you're a hornball, you just get horny, hernias? hernias? Yeah, they go, it's a hornia. And I go, what's that? They're like, it's a hernia from being horny. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you're such like a sexual dynamo. Yeah. That your body just pushes out stress so and it gonna, turns into a hernia. They're going to fix my hernia and give me a vasectomy at the same time. Where'd you get the hernia from? So I'm on like nine weeks. I just jumped into a powerlifting. Uh, Why are you doing that? Because I was just fucking, I wanted something like, different and we crossed the threshold of when that's not okay anymore i mean i know i just was like bored and i'm doing I think like, 35 is the number when you're like i can't be doing power i think that i fucking did it in the last nine weeks because i'm in week nine of this program right? <laughs> and i went from doing like functional fitness with a trainer yeah to deadlifting three days a week squatting uh doing overhead are press. you enjoying it yeah i like it you do i like it and the sad thing is that like I've made, in nine weeks, I've made pretty crazy progress. Yeah. Uh, and I will lose all of it when I do the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and also yesterday, after I got my, like, they, they were like, you have a hernia? I was like, I told the doctor, you, couldn't, you never felt anything? I didn't feel it. Wow. He was like, it's small. Uh, but he's like, it's going to get worse. Like, you mm-hmm. have to fix it. I'm like, well, I tell him, obviously, I'm doing this program. Yeah. Can I keep lifting? He was like, yeah. He's like, you can keep lifting. I go. With the hernia? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, but. Wouldn't it get worse? He's like, yeah. And I go, so should I keep lifting? He's like, I don't know. I'm a doctor, dude. I'm not your friend. Yeah, I go, well, but I mean, I go, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm not a strongman category, but I'm lifting heavy weight. I'm doing reps with 300 pounds on dead, like I'm doing reps with it. That's heavy as fuck. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. But I go, and I go, and I'm saying it feels heavy to me. It's not about like, like to me, I can feel that it's bullshit, dude. Of course. So I'm like, The strain is, uh, is uh, I go, it's full body strain. Like, I can feel my body being like, holy shit, every time I complete a set of this. Right. And I go, and now it's going to be in my head that my organs are popping through <laughs> a cavity. He's like, yeah, just going to have to see what happens. I'm like. <laughs> I Dude, like, I love, I love, by the way, this is a, a, literally a few days ago, I went in to go to the uh, uh, orthopedist to go see about my leg. I've torn ligaments in this leg playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And I re-injured it. I have a, like a, um, a like a, the, the, t- the tendon has spiraled. So it, now it, it bru- it's bruised. So for two weeks, I was How limping on it. 36. Go ahead. No, no, no. Just, just, I'm just saying like, <laughs> I know. it'll be like. <laughs> it's going to be worse. It's, it's going to get worse. how it all happens. I yeah. know, dude. And so I go in, but I love the, the nonchalantness now of doctors. And I think it's because of what's going on in the world. That they, they kind of don't give a fuck as much as they used to about like like that. Like he was like, dude, lift if you want to lift. What yeah. do you want me to fucking say? That, that, they're done being the guy that goes, uh, you know, remember when the phrase used to come out uh, when they would go, they said I'd never walk again. I think yeah, doctors yeah, are yeah. done calling their shot. They don't want to Babe Ruth something no, anymore because they don't, don't want to be embarrassed. Nah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. and I walked again, Dr. Zeering. So what? <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> they don't want to be that anymore because this, this, this doctor, she goes, um, she goes, we need to take x-rays. So she takes x-rays, and I said, well, I didn't break it before. I tore the ligament so bad that they thought it was broken because the bruising was insane. And she takes x-rays. She's like, yeah, you didn't break anything, and there's no um, irregular uh, tendon placement. So you didn't really tear much, but it's just an, like an ex- the twist and the bruising, right? So then I said, well, I'm in this, like, th- I'm in this golf tournament, and I, like, really want to play. Like, is that, are you going to tell me I'm not so shy to play? And she goes, oh, no, you, I mean, when is it? And I was like, it's tomorrow. It was literally the following day. Yeah. And she's like, no, yeah, I just, I mean. Go ahead. You can play. Just, are you going to wrap it? 
she she was like, are you going to rap it? I'm like, should I? She goes, yeah. I was like, what the, what the fuck? I was like, are you just like leaving it up to me? And she goes, yeah, I mean, look, you, you can. Do you play golf a lot? Yeah, a lot. A lot? A lot, dude. A lot. Mm. I know. I've talked about it on here. I'm joining a club. Joining a club. I know. I'm a little embarrassed. A about nice it. one. Yeah, it's a nice one. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little embarrassed about it because I, I never came from country club lifestyle. Like you love I, golf though. I love it so fucking I, much. Here's the thing: if you get me out there, I would become the junkie. Yeah. See, I yes. I, I I played golf when I was end of high school going into college my parents at the time lived on a golf course oh you grew up on a golf course well no they moved there like ah. as i was going to college you grew up on a frisbee golf course when you were younger that's right right and then i went to to visit them and i had the summer free i would i was working but i would had a lot of time and then they live on the course so i can just walk walk on and i started to play and i got here's what i got to i got to the point where i could join you for a round of golf and not feel humiliated oh dude let's go you know well no that's then oh yes sorry then, yes right. then then i uh played a little more then it was one of those things where like the next time i played golf was like a year later and i would just slice everything and yeah uh, when you take time off it's 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 it really it's, falls it, apart. it fucks up well dude and it's funny as i've gotten older i've i've had people go oh i didn't know you, i didn't even know you played golf like some, some people that know me well are like i don't know because i go by myself a lot or i go with comics i know that golf who, who golfs a lot of us i mean First of all, Scoville, to bring him up again, Rory, Jay Larson, Chris Porter, Brad Williams, uh, Jimmy Schubert. Um, I play with KP Anderson. Do you know KP? Yeah, I know yeah. KP. Um, my God, dude. It's like an, it's literally, it's who's an endless good? list of guys. Who's good? Um, who's really good? Is Court there... McCown is the best. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Because he was a cat. He catted for Jasper Pondovic, who was yeah. a pro. Court by far is the best. He's like uh, legit. He's a scratch golfer. He's fucking phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, he beats the shit out of everybody we play. When we play and people talk big game, then we put up money. We play money games. And it's never big because I don't feel like losing money to a guy that's that good. Yeah. I'll lose money to a friend that's my level. Yeah. But uh, he beats the shit out of us. Like he's he is so good, it's like annoying. But I'm better than him at comedy, so that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> no we and then rob rob riggle is a good golfer he is yeah rob's a good golfer wow. um i'm trying to think of some there's sneaky guys that are actually good that like don't really like it, golf is always this kind of like bert's kind of sneaky is he good well what we did is we went to top golf in atlanta yes and it was the three it was uh he and me and and uh, ari and i thought we were going to go for like 35 minutes like it was one of those things where i was like you want to have lunch and yeah yeah like, do we stay there like six and a half hours? Oh, dude, I've, I've been there to Top Golf. I've spent oh, two, three hours at Top Golf. So it's so fun. But, and I'm, what I'm saying is that, like, you know, obviously it's not the same as playing golf, but you could tell after a while who no, has a know. nice stroke. Yep. Who, like, and especially because those places, they have you, they have the variations in game. Yes. So it's like, all right, this time we're trying to do this. Everything we were trying to do, I mean, you know, he'd have he'd fucked up shots, but then, like, he was consistently. Hitting he's a stuff. sneaky. He's a sneaky athlete. He's a dude. sneaky athlete. He's like. Um, but then he. Did you see his post the other day? Where he raced that dude. He raced the bus driver. I know. I saw that. And I, I was like, it. he called me before he posted. He's like, I lost in a foot race to Ron. I go, you lost to fucking Ron? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I go, how? And then he po- he shows them. It's like they both have their like drinking bellies yeah. and like. It, it's by the way. But also he runs upright. Up straight up. Yeah, I yeah, noticed I that. Like, his sky, his neck is at the sky. I was like, dude, bend down and go forward. That Ron did beat him. It was very close. It was though. very close. It was very close. But it was. It felt so good that Ron won. I know, dude. When I started watching the video, that's so funny. I started watching it and I was like, I don't want him to win this. 
And of course, because he was like, I wanted him to lose. So I bad. love that he left in the stuff before. He's like, I'm gonna kill him. Like, of course yeah, no, he, yeah. And then he, and then he's like, Well, I already ran today. Which is the first thing when somebody's like, whenever that dude competition thing happens between men, yep. whenever we do that thing where they're like, you can't hit that shot, and it's like, okay, well, I worked out earlier, so yep. I'm, of course, I'm tired. Like, <laughs> you know, the excuses flow. He is Bert's a sneaky athlete. The way that I used to feel about Paul Pierce, like Paul Pierce has that body where you're like. This guy's—he looks like a dude I know. Like yeah, he's yeah. just bigger and kind of slovenly, yeah. but he's unbelievably athletic. Bert would not surprise me on the golf course. I bet you he's very good. There's guys that I play with. Yeah, I'm not going to mention names that have dog shit, dumpy, awful bodies. I mean, dude, completely out of shape yeah. and actually unathletic as fuck. They couldn't throw a baseball. They couldn't throw a football. But out there, they're phenomenal. Yeah, it's something about he can dial it in for golf. Like golf, like he talks a lot of shit for everything, and you're like, you can't do any of these mm -hmm. things. But in golf, if you were to be like, this matters, you need to play well. He'll today, turn on. He would. He would be able. To yeah, play golf. he's got that thing. He has that like. Uh, uh, he's got that forever focus where you're like, well, I'll just commit everything I have to something. One of my favorite stories is uh, when I was getting to know him. We went to Hawaii. This is like 2008. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really, you know, we're hanging out there doing this show together. And I was like, oh, did you play a, I can't even say, <laughs> I go, did you play football in high school? And he was like, I was supposed to be like the next great player there, but I got injured. I was like, who, what, what, what do you mean? I was supposed to be. What do you mean? He was like, no, I was like, <laughs> he's like, I was really good at baseball. And I was like, uh-huh. And then like, I was supposed to be like, they were expecting me to be like the next like all state player and i was like why would they expect that of yeah he's like because i was just like so good at other things but then like i hurt my shoulder and i was like this guy <laughs> <laughs> that's why they thought you were gonna be the next great thing just because like, you were good at stuff has expectations that you'll be an amazing athlete you see this guy in layup drills in gym class <laughs> you know he'll be you good know he's gonna be an all state football but there's no doubt about it did you go to school with pro athletes ever? I played you, against one. I had him on my. I had Heath Evans on my podcast. Oh, uh, you went to high school with him? I went to high school, a uh, rival high school. Okay. And you know what was amazing? I was thinking about this yesterday. I still can't because I. It would amaze me watching um, the Last Dance. You know, with Jordan. I was Ugh. like, how does he remember? Like he was like then. 1985, the third game of the season. I went for this layup. I'm like, you remember that? You oh, played yeah. like three thousand games. And like so with Heath, you know, my my football career ends as a senior in high school. So I go, well, my memories of those will be more clear to me. Yeah. He went to Auburn and then he played 10 seasons in the NFL. Uh, and I had him on. I was like, I don't know if you remember, but our sophomore year, he's like, yeah, we beat you guys or you guys beat us, but I had 156 yards. I was like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Like we dialed that shit in, dude. He remembered it exactly. That, that to me, this is a great point. Dude, that is the definitive difference that I've noticed between people that are pro athletes yeah. and just guys that played up to a certain level. Because I know guys that played sports in college, they don't remember ev much. They remember a good amount. Yeah. But pros, for some reason, they'll name you the fucking second game of high school. They'll go, yeah, I made, uh, made varsity when I was a freshman and I dropped six and I got benched because I, I was close to fouling out. And you're like, how could How do you, you fucking dude? He remember like so he went to a garbage uh, football team Where'd high he go? school. He went to a place called King's Academy in Palm Beach, Florida. Trash. And well, they were just a horrible football team, right? But they had him, right, right. But like, so we beat them every year. Yeah. But he like you would you would we all knew his name in high school. You know what it is when you know an opposing player's name. I remember, name, dude. Yes. And you're like like there's Heath. Right. Like in high school. Ugh. Um and. 
and he was like, I told him, I was like, yeah, I remember that hit, hitting him, because like his line was terrible. He was a running back. Yeah. Hitting him in the backfield felt like somebody had a like a vault door and they just threw it in your face. You were like, <laughs> oh my God. Like it didn't feel yeah. like hitting anybody else that right. I ever hit. And I was like, dude, I, I remember the feeling of hitting you. That it was like Jesus, like that guy is a fucking. Some animal. people are made. I think. I think like whether or not you believe whatever you believe in God and the universe and blah, 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 like I just you just know if you've ever faced a pro athlete at any point in your sporting career, you just can tell that they're made different. They're made different. They're yeah. just they're like we are. We're different than you, and you know right away. You're like oh, their resiliency, the strength. Like there's little things where you go, holy shit, you're. This is supposed to happen. Yeah. It, this isn't, I worked really hard. I mean, they do, but it's also like, this is, You're I, built this is a thing that happened and I just happened to be. My high school had, I mean, in the, in the four years I was there, I think we had like eight pro athletes. Really? And, and one Olympian. Yeah. What? In Chicago? Is it Chicago? Uh, Western suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. I went to high school in the Western suburbs. Uh, it was crazy. My schools were huge. It were like 4,200 people. Big a piece. school. Yeah. And they were sister schools. So they both had the same yeah. size uh, class. But it was like two two brothers that both played in the NFL. Well, there's four NFL players, but two of them that were brothers, which was insane. And then um, in the sister school, uh, uh, Candace Parker, who's like one of the best oh, uh, WNBA players of all time. All time. Yeah, and she, dude, she dunked in high school. I, re- yeah. I remember when people used to joke about. Well, it was. On, I remember footage of her dunking was on ESPN. It was, yeah. dude. When she dunked in high school. It wasn't even a surprise because people yeah. knew about it. Yeah. So when it got national news that she was this phenom, people were like, yeah, we know. Her brother, Anthony Parker, was a pro NBA player, but no one talked about her because it was like, oh, it's a sister Candace. And then by the time she fucking sprouted in high school, not only did people knew she was people know she was going to be a pro athlete, they were like, watch what she does. Dude, she used to beat the shit out of the boys team. Beat, the, I mean, like beat really? the shit out of the boys team. And they had good ball players too. She was just uh, uh, like a Built new level. Different. Built that, different. Yeah, when yeah. you watch it for the first time, you go, holy fuck. I remember before we transferred, I moved to Florida from Milwaukee, and I went to a big public high school in Milwaukee. Where in Milwaukee where did you live? Uh, in Mequon. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you ever lived in Wisconsin. Yeah. You. That's why I like, I like you and I hate you. Yeah. And I can know, that's now why you know now. why. Florida, I like you, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Wisconsin, I yeah. know why I hate you. Yep. Mequon. Mequon, man. I went Wait, to, I went to Homestead High School there. You did? Yeah. How long were you there for? Well, I, I went there for seventh grade, eighth grade, and then the first semester of ninth grade. And so when I remember that when we, when I left middle school, by the way, I'm so annoyed at these fucking, they're like class of 2020 and it goes middle school. And you're like, you're really going to post that? Not a real thing. My kid finished eighth grade. Not a real thing. So anyway, I, uh, we transferred to, or you moved from middle school to the high school. High school, at the time, middle school was pretty big. It was like between 2,500 and 3,000 kids, right? It's pretty big. That's big, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty big high school. Yeah. And, you know, you, you start, like, I was playing a lot, a lot of basketball. And I was, a, I was like a lean, pretty tall eighth grader. Yeah. Playing basketball, pickup games every day, front yard every day. And I remember one day we went to the gym at Homestead, and there was a pickup game going on. And this guy, <laughs> there was two guys. One guy named Afuma Obichua, who Afuma Obichua. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I know, I know how he good had he is. fucked off yeah. with athletics. He had a big gut. 
uh, and like gave up. He kind of gave up, but he was playing this game shirtless with his gut like <laughs> bouncing, and he did a three sixty dunk. Fuck like, off! And we were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then another kid whose name I don't remember, he went on a fast break, and I found out he was a junior in high school. And on the fast break, he cupped the ball here and did a full. Yeah, like, like a Jordan. That. And then yeah. we, all, we were like, oh my. And we were like, is this what high school's like? Yeah. Because like, this will be demoralizing. It is though. And that's when you start going, when you go, ah, the fucking tennis is cool. Yeah. That's when like golf for me. Yeah, you're like. High school's when I, I really fell in love with golf. Because yeah. I was like, I don't think, I, I don't think I can play basketball much longer. See, for me, like the basketball thing is more demoralizing. Like in football, you know, yeah. It's like we had a, when I, in football, I had the 100 meter track champion on my team so like you're just like you like you see him and you're like yeah i'm never gonna catch him yeah but he's also on my team yeah and that's it's great. just and you just watch him and you're like holy shit he's so fast. <laughs> so fast but then like with like with power like with heath and like there's other like i played against some all-american linemen i don't know you just kind of go like yeah i got i got owned this play but the next play maybe you get one on him or sure something. and there's something that for some reason in basketball if you're playing with people who are like way on another level. Yeah, I have. It, it's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Ugh. It is so demoralizing yep. to have somebody just like shove you and then dunk and then their dicks in your face. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. It, dude, Baron Davis and I did a show together. We became buddies and I went and played uh, with them one time just for fun. Yeah. It's not see. fun. It's not fun. It's not fucking fun. Even if you're like, I'll just stand at the key. I'll just jack up a three when somebody gives me the ball because they feel bad because... You know, orange whitey is open. Yeah. And even then, it's not fun. Because yeah. you miss by a mile, and they make fun of you. Yep. And then the, the, the opposing team makes fun of you, and then your team goes, why the fuck are you shooting that shit? Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'll, I'll go sit down. Yeah. I just don't want to... It's like, you realize how how much better you need to be to continue to play those kind of sports in life. So bring it back around. That's why I love golf. Golf. Golf's great, I don't man. need to fucking do things. I just can be good at my it's little also, thing. You know, it's a gentleman's sport. Yeah. And like... Even if you you love it for the because I know it's addict like I haven't played in a long time now it's addictive and you're outside and beautiful but you can meet like so many incredible people in dude that, I, it, in that's that my favorite part by the way a lot of that's the thing about clubs which is kind of nice is like a lot of old athletes that live in L A they have they join clubs yeah so you get to meet guys and you know I'm at no liberty to say but like when you you're like oh shit he played it's just a yeah, cool, yeah, it's cool thing to see old athletes because. This is another thing that no one knows about old athletes. I don't care what color you are. If you played pro sports, when you're done, you play golf. Yeah. Every single one of them. Like It, it, also it like used to be this white sport. Like, Not anymore, dude. A lot of these cool old Hollywood dudes play golf. Yes. You know? Yeah, they all do. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. Uh, Pesci. Pesci. Stallone plays. Yeah. Yeah, Pesci yeah. plays a lot. So I was yeah. just like, it was like, what a cool, what a, what a cool, interesting world to like. It makes you level at some degree of like, yeah, you're, you're here because of your acumen of our business but when we go play golf if i can beat you there yeah it's incredible like that shit feels fucking awesome I bet, yeah of when course. you're like oh dude i'm better than you at this little thing at this thing you're better than me at all the other stuff yeah but yeah no i i i got into it years and years ago and i've kind of you know i've always played it but now i'm getting more into it because are you playing more in quarantine like way in, more yeah way but you've gotten more. better i have but also uh it's been tough because LA opened way after a lot of other, like Ventura County, all these other, they opened up and then LA was like, mm, not can you show up yet. and play alone where you play or no? 
Or you have to get into a... Um, like, well, I'm not a member yet, so I just can't go. Yeah. But at a public course, I go. I play alone all the time. And that's not a big deal? Nope. My wife makes fun of me. I like it. I used to play that. Like I that love it. I just will go out. You know, if it's early enough, if I want to knock it out in the morning, I'll go out. They may pair me up with one guy. I played with... Um, when I played that summer, God damn it, this famous author... Um, Dude, I, I got I, I could look it up. Ray Kurzweil. There you go. Uh, Stephen King. Uh, this is how many books I've read. Wait, like I'm going to text right now. Yeah. See if I can get an answer while we're doing. Yeah, this. that's good. Okay, hold on. In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. Gentlemen, listen up. I know you want to smell good. I know you want to look good and feel good. There's a brand new company that's offering a solution to all of your problems in this area. They're called Hawthorne. Hawthorne is incredible stuff. You get online, you take a two-minute quiz. It takes no time at all to run through it. Easy answers. Uh, you tell them what cologne you're used to wearing, what deodorant you use, body wash, shampoo, and they, they create a package that's right for you. Uh, I tried it. I was skeptic. I'm not going to lie. And I was like, whatever, send me this stuff. Let's see how it is. It's fantastic. They know all the colognes and all the past stuff that you've used, and they kind of use that and run it through analytics to find out which, which scents uh, are going to work best for you. Uh, so if you're still wa- wearing cool water cologne from high school, uh, come on, step it up or Drakkar Noir. Change up your game. Uh, go to Hawthorne and let them outfit you with some new smells, shampoo, and body wash, which I very much so enjoy. The lady likes it too. A little spritz spritz here on your undercarriage. Stinks good for the late night session, my friend. Go check out their stuff. You really will enjoy it. Take an easy quiz, and then it's totally risk-free for free shipping and free returns. What else do you have to lose? Guys, don't smell like crap anymore. Uh, go to Hawthorne.com, that's Hawthorne with an E, and use the promo code WHISKEY to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne, H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E.com, and use the promo code WHISKEY, get 10% off, and smell better. Back to the episode. Ginger. I like gingers. Wait, let, let me let me transition to something else. We used to I used to talk about this on the show all the time, and now I don't anymore. Do you remember your first time that you got drunk? Because I, I know you have... A relative memory of that. Yeah. Of when you first got fucked up. Yeah. What is it? Can you tell me? Yeah, yeah. What you text? Um, and Tom is texting his agent right now. And I can see it reflecting off of his eyes. And it says, get me out of her. And he spelled here wrong. What an idiot. It's, he spelled it H-E-A-R. What an idiot. Oh, I hope nobody calls in a moment. Has, makes me leave. <laughs> um, first time I got drunk, drunk. The first time I got absolutely shit-faced, I was 14. I mean, like, really fucked up. 14? Yeah. We do an age. We used to do an age scale thing on the show of, like, who did, who got yeah. drunk the youngest. And I think 14 might be it, because I'm, I'm 14, just about to turn 15. It was my f- almost 15th birthday. You're 14? You, you, that's young. Yeah, I was pretty young, and I was in Cusco, Peru. Cusco, Peru. Yeah, and I was with my cousin, my American cousin, Brian, and my... Peruvian cousin Juan Luis. Wait a minute, Juan Luis wasn't the American cousin? No, he's the he's the Peruvian. <laughs> he was. Yeah, it'd be so great. You're and, like my American cousin, <laughs> my Juan American Luis. cousin Juan Luis, and this Indian guy Brian. Um, <laughs> so I got absolutely. I mean, they would have. They probably should have put me in the hospital. Have I, you tasted booze before that? I moment? tasted booze okay. and I had a couple drinks before, but I'd never gone full bore. Full bore, and yeah. I was having pisco, which is like a, I don't know what that is. The Nash, it's kind of like the the national uh, liquor. Pisco, pisco, p i s c o. Is it is it a clear liquor or a dark? Clear. Liquor? Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's like a, I guess it's considered a I think it's considered a rice liquor, 
you know how they make liquors of different yeah yeah sure sure um i'm trying to just well you know you... like 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 rice wines or like like soju. okay sorry colorless or yellow yeah colorless or yellowish to amber colored brandy produced in winemaking regions of uh peru and chile made by distilling fermented grape juice yeah. Sorry. So I'm just letting you know what it is, but it's no. But I like that. I like to know. I used to. So I had sampled. They have a drink. It's a very famous drink called pisco sour. Pisco sour. Yeah, and it's it's like the national. And everybody has it. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a staple of the. Does it taste good? Yeah, it's great. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. it's delicious. So we start drinking them, and I my older cousin who lives down there is probably man like at least ten years older than me. So he's probably like 25, 26 at the time. He's got a chaperone, making sure we're all like, yeah, we're, right. We're right. big boys, but he's, you know, yeah. he's the adult. Um, I, I don't remember so much when things turned, but I remember that I just stopped speaking English. <laughs> you speak Spanish? Only Spanish. <laughs> and uh, my American cousin was like, you were uh, berating me for my, my poor Spanish, but you did it in Spanish. <laughs> and um, then I... I had a jacket on. It gets cold. It's up in the mountains there. Sure. And um, I lost it at a bar. And then I just cried <laughs> about my jacket. And and they had to like care. I mean, I threw up on the streets. And they had to carry me back to the hotel. And I was bawling about my jacket. Yeah, you missed that fucking jacket. I missed that jacket. <laughs> and then I would just turn to my cousin. And I was like, You're, you only speak English. <laughs> like, just like being By the way, belligerent. I bet you woke up the next morning. And you felt fine. Yeah. Those days are so fucking far gone. They're gone. I miss them. Like, I miss the idea of just... Those two sips will fuck me up for a week. Really? No. But I, <laughs> no, I, but like, seriously, some people are like, I have one drink and I'm not feeling well. If I have booze, mm -hmm. like, I can have a couple beers, fine. Uh, a f more than three, it's like a problem. Yeah, I don't have beers anymore because of that. Wine is like the only thing I feel like I, I don't really think about it afterwards. Yeah. But if I have like two bourbons, I'm. Not, it's not that I'm fucked up. It's that the next day I'm like, oh man, like I don't feel great. Yeah, your energy's back. Yeah, I don't feel good. There's something about it that like that uh, that, but because wine is typically accompanied with meal, right? Yeah. So you're gonna have food with it. Where bourbons, I've sat at home on a stomach where I haven't eaten my dinner and just had a couple of sips, had a couple of sips, had a couple of sips, and then the old bag is like, let's go do something and then we go do something somewhere and then it turns into like i've had a night of bourbon and the next day is ruined i yeah. never used to be that guy where it was like it ruined the day now if i have too many i officially ruin a day which yeah. didn't exist back in the day i was it, like nah, it ruins the day yeah ruins the day the day is beat it's, i hate it that sucks. yeah no i can't do it anymore it's, just it's a bounce. bummer i don't know like the body because oh yeah we were talking about you know things start, like uh right before i started that powerlifting plan yeah i was doing i was getting zoom trained at home yeah and the guy was having me do a uh interval thing where it was like 40 interval training is great yeah yeah but so one of the one of the like sequences was it was a barbell with light weight on it mm -hmm. but it was supposed to you were supposed to like clean and just press it overhead right but like rapid fire like go 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 go, 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 go for right. 40 yeah, seconds yeah. he's like keep going keep going keep going I remembered that I had one of them up, and I think I got lazy with it. And I just kind of dropped my shoulder, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, that feels like it has not felt the same since. It's been a few months now. Up tight up here. It's, and it's somewhere yeah. in my shoulder. Oh, your shoulder. And like, I, there's certain positions where I can feel it in, right. like clicking, and I'm like, something's wrong. Ah. So I told my doctor, I was like, 
Like, I don't know what it is, and I've continued to work out, but there's def it's definitely something's wrong with my left shoulder. Right. And he was like, uh, just uh, go to this guy, I'll give you a shot. And I was like, but mm. are we going to find out what's wrong with it? And he's, like, he's like, just get the shot. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and yeah. go get the shot. And I go, so should I keep working out? And of course, he's like, yeah. Yeah, I, he's like, dude, I've you're going to you die. Yeah. Yeah, work out. Work I don't out, fucking man. care. I don't just care get the shot. What you man. do, and I don't care what you eat. Yeah, just get the shot and shut up. Have you ever had that where a doctor says something that you know is bad advice? But like, we had a friend who's a doctor who goes, "Somebody ordered a turkey burger. We were out to lunch. I'll never forget." And he goes, "Oh, turkey burger." He's a doctor. Yeah. And he goes, "Turkey burger," and the guy that we're with is like, uh, "It's a bachelor party." And he goes, "He goes, yeah, man. I just don't. I don't fucking feel like red meat today." And he was like annoyed that he, you know, because yeah, I called him out. Yeah. Or... And he was like, "Ugh, dude." Just get the burger. Like, what's the... Do you like the taste more of a turkey burger? And he goes, no, dude. I'm just trying to be a little bit more health conscious. He goes, as a doctor, not your doctor, but as a doctor, I'm telling you, the difference is minimal. Over the course of time, over the course of life, caloric, like fat content. He's like describing all this stuff. And he's like, it just, it just doesn't matter. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, it just kind of had this, like... It was just a check. He's like, because you're going to have fries and we're going to have 40 beers. Yeah. So the fucking... 19 grams of fat you save yeah we'll make up for somewhere else just eat the fucking burger See, i'm your friend yeah and my wife is that doctor <laughs> yeah that's just like that's my life my life is like <laughs> i made a good decision today she's like just fucking just i know croissants make you happy just, just eat, eat a fu- i know but yeah. she, and she's right by the way i know that's the thing is that like i'll go like today i boxed this morning and what time do you box early 10 that's i can't i can't work out before night. i uh, i don't like it but i can't do I wouldn't do the lifting thing then. I can do the, it's because it's more like a cardio, cardio workout. Yeah, yeah that yeah. that to me, I don't like to do it. I don't like that eight a.m. shit. Fuck but that. I can do. That's insane. I can do ten, eleven. But anyways, I do it, and you know whatever. I probably burn like six hundred calories a or lot, something. Yeah, yeah, a lot. It's a, you know you're just pouring sweat, and I come mm-hmm. inside, and then my wife's like, "You want to try these cookies?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I just like you see me yeah. soaking wet." She's like. She's, like, she's always like, You're, what, is it going to kill you? Yeah. I'm like, I know, but like, can't you just imply? No, she's right. Yeah. She's right. Like, my dad just did this to me. My like, my old man goes, this is my favorite. This is how my dad thinks now. Now that he, like, my dad's been retired, this is like everything to my yeah. dad. He'll find something that proves, dads do this in general. They find something that proves what they already wanted to believe. Yeah. Like, he, he goes, I, he goes uh, I read this article in Golf Digest, uh, you know, Tiger, after all this working out and all these injuries... He says that he almost wishes he never worked out because now he's in so much pain. It's like, did it really help? Who knows? Yeah. I'm like, Dad, that's insane rhetoric. Like, first of all, what he's saying is he wish he didn't worked out that hard, as that hard long. as he did. Yeah, and my dad's like, I don't know. Sounds like he wish he never worked out because yeah. my dad's trying to mail in the workout, and my mom is like, no, because now that he's retired, he won't do. Um, he's doing a lot less. I mean, he's he's come back a little bit, but for a while. The moment my dad retired, he was like, fuck everybody. <laughs> he was like, give me a drink. Give me a bratwurst. I'm going to watch TV. He just didn't want to do... He's loving it. Yeah, he was loving it, dude. Finally, he deserved it. He worked his whole fucking life, and he got fucked over. Uh, he got fired from a company he worked for for three decades. Uh, don't ever use Turtle Wax Car Wash. I've said that once. I'll say it again. I've used it before. Don't ever use it again. Use McGuire's. Use anybody else. Use anybody. Okay. Mothers. Use anybody you want. Okay. Yeah, they fired, my, da- they fired my dad after like, you know... Three decades? 
of employment. Yeah. The company was folding. It's a family-owned company. Uh, they'll be buried by the time this podcast comes out. But no, it's just, it's just my dad's loyalty was insane to the company. And that was also why, I've said this before, why my dad was so into me doing what we do because he was like yeah you're own, you're your own boss yeah you're your great own, it's you're, the best. you're your own victim and you're own you're your own victor so like you're there's no one to blame and you can take the credit which is nice he's like don't he's like don't ever spend your whole life working for someone who doesn't give a fuck about you which is what so true i know dude it, 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 it was weird to hear because my old man was he's kind of by the book guy and he's like i say it all the time too man you know, i mean I, I endorse like that aspect of what we do it like really resonates with me. Yeah. Like I don't like people, you know, sometimes people are like, what would you be doing? I was like, I would own my own business. I know that. Yeah. I don't want to work. Well, if I wasn't and, and doing there's nothing this. wrong with working for someone else. No, there's not. Just but... remember, there's a good chance they don't give a fuck about your well being. Yeah. Like when you work for some big company or corporation or whatever, you got to do whatever any American has to do. But that proved to me that man, these companies, they'll fucking spit you out after you were like, I'm loyal to you, I'm loyal to you, I'm loyal oh, to you. And they're like, yeah. cool, man. Thanks for the $8 billion over the course of so many years. Fuck off. I've had, a, my uncle got super fucked by a company he basically Spent built. His, yeah, he yeah. built, oh, he built. Yeah, like he was there, the guy that built this independent company up. And and they don't give a shit. They don't give a Isn't shit. That this wild? is who I played golf with uh, 20 years ago. I can't believe he's alive. Wow. And um, Can I say his name? Sure. This is this is Stuart Woods, an American yeah. novelist, by the way. He's got a lot of books. Eighty-two man. years old. He's he he's he's he, this is a he's a book god. Yeah. Oh, dude, I know. I've seen this guy's books. Yeah. You recognize these Stuart Woods books because you've seen them in like airports, uh, yeah. kiosk he's spindles. Massive. Yeah, dude. He's he's one of these guys that does. Um, yeah, it's like thrillers, right? Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. They're like they're like crime thriller, crime thriller drama books. That's exactly what they are. I've seen these. I've seen a million of these. Well, I had this like. He always looks like. This, but this, by the way, this guy at home. We're gonna put up a photo so you can see what he looks like. They always look like that. They always look like that. Yeah. Why? Like, what is, is that like? That's is that like the pro athlete theory where you're like yeah, they're born like, for that? Oh, he was born to write books. <laughs> I remember this that I was mortified at. The, maybe you've had this experience where when you start, if you're not like a really good when you're young you pick i picked i started playing golf let's say like i'm 17 or something sure and i was mortified to play with other people because i knew i wasn't good right and then that that summer i get to playing like where my parents live mm -hmm. and i got to that point where i was you know getting better getting better and feeling a little more confident where like i just don't want to embarrass like i don't want to be like People would see me and they would go like, you know, they would go, this guy can fucking go. I don't know why. Like, I, they're like, you can rip when I. So <laughs> way you hold yourself. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, shit. <laughs> no, I'd just be like embarrassed. I'm gonna let you down. So I'm playing with my dad, and Is your dad a good golfer? He he's like a lifelong golfer. He's all right, you know. Okay. He doesn't really play anymore, but you know, he would like in a on a on a good day, he would shoot in the 80s. But on average, he's probably shooting like high eighties, nineties, you know. But like competent, like play no, can play, can join a foursome and play. Yeah. So, you know, he's definitely the veteran taking me out, and I'm playing with him one day, and just the two of us. And then we come up on a hole, and there's a guy sitting in a golf cart that is not the golf cart that the course gives you. It's oh, like, yeah, it's like tricked out. Yeah, yeah, I like love a fan those. on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and my dad's like. That's he knows he he goes that's Stuart Woods and I go what the fuck's Stuart Woods he's like he's a like a big time author um, and I go <laughs> the author with a tricked out golf yeah car. I was like all right he's a fucking baller he's a baller <laughs> and I go okay and so 
my dad recognizes him and loves famous people, mm-hmm. <laughs> celebrities. So he was like, uh, he's like, hey, I mean, I have a couple of your books. That's and your dad. That's my dad. And <laughs> Stuart Woods is like, well, you got like twelve more to go. And uh, and I'm and then he's like, you mind if we play with you? And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Dad, and the, the guy's like, sure. Now I'm nervous that I'm going to embarrass myself in front of Stuart Woods, a, American a famous novelist. author who I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, sure, you can play with me. I'm like, oh, fuck. So he goes up there to tee off. He shanks this shit so, <laughs> so hard. hard. And I was yeah. like, yes. And he puts yes. another ball down, shanks that one. Perfect. Puts a third ball down. Shut up. Hooks it. I was like, what the fuck? He does like, he hits like six of them. I, I don't He's know. like, breakfast ball, brunch ball. Yeah, just, and then I was like, okay. And then we, you know, whatever, get on the fairway. He just picks a spot, throws one, hits it, fucks it up, throws another one down, hits uh, it. So I'm like, dude, he's gone through like 26 balls on this hole. And my dad's just like, well, I don't know. Yeah. So he's we, an American novelist. Uh, he's a novelist. Dude, we play a few holes with him, and then we're like, I think we're going to split because he's so bad that like he's he's dragging us down. Yeah, he's putting uh, your game down? Yeah, I was like, we're Hey, Stu, we're going to walk. We got to go. We got to take off because you're dog shit. All right, man. And if you think I'm bullshitting, Orchid Island. I still fucking remember the course. Orchid Island? Yeah. That That's what course. it is? Yeah. Florida has a, a good place in my heart. I've talked about it before. It's where I lost my virginity. You did? Marco Island, Florida, baby. Oh, West Coast. That's right, baby. Gulf side. How old were you? 16. 16? 16. 16. Pretty young. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, 16. Uh, high school girlfriend. Traded a bottle of Captain Morgan rum for the room key. Yeah. We knew one dude that had a hotel. And I nice. was like... I was like, I'll give you a bottle of Captain Morgan rum, a handle, if I can have the room key for a little while. And he was like, how long do you need it for? I was like, <laughs> probably all night. I get in there, it was like 26 minutes later. I'm like, all right, we got to pack up and go back we out gotta there? got to go. Or? We just wanted to watch a show. <laughs> we wanted to watch one episode of Law & Order, and mm. now we're back. Yeah, Marco Island, Florida. I spent so... as Is it Was it a memorable experience, like in a good way or no? Yeah, actually, because yep. for both of us, we were virgins, so it was like we decided yeah. that that was our thing. Like, I was the same. It was nice Virgin, that it happened yeah. that way. Yeah. That it was like, we're, my first time was her first time. Yeah. Because I hear the other way when people are like, it was a nightmare. I hear that from women. Women, yeah. It's always that way. Yeah. But no I, guy's ever like, it was her 50th time. It kind of would have been nice. Like, how nice would it have been if your first time, though, was a chick like, you know few years older oh, it was like let me just show you oh, what we like yes and you're like okay actually you know what it would have been great if i was like 20 and i waited and like a 42 year old divorcee yes. was like i'm gonna pump I'm gonna that dick suck your balls <laughs> yeah your that would have been the best yeah. no but we were both and then you'd be like sex is amazing and then all your sex would be a disappointment after. right everything else <laughs> yeah. would be trash always yeah no we were we were both yeah florida had this uh we knew that's where it was it was like a we doing mark your vacation there Spring break. Oh, spring break. Yeah, high school spring break. Well, dude, Chicago kids, Florida is our mecca. Like, Florida yeah. is where, you know, because it's a snowbird, you know, all the Midwest people go down yeah. to Florida. And California c- should be where we really end up going yeah. because too many people go to Florida, but no one can afford to go out there. But also, Florida is like, you can drive I think about Florida. this a lot. It's so much easier to navigate oh, yeah, all dude. that stuff. Oh, like, yeah. The beaches, yep. The anything you're trying to get to and. Like, if you want to park somewhere, it's easy in yep, Florida. It's there. Out here, it's a fucking, it's a fucking nightmare. nightmare. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly right. It's like, 
But as a kid, also flying to California was daunting. It was like, yeah, this is back when people didn't fly that much just to fly. For the, you were like, you you're gonna drive there, so yeah. it was like we would drive to Florida. I mean, we would go down there, and I've been to Marco, Sanibel, all that. Like we would go to the islands if I, and usually it was with somebody else's family. <laughs> Because, like, yeah. my parents were like, I'm not going down. We're not paying anyone. Yeah. So, like, well, someone's going, can I go with their family? And they're like, yeah. yeah, get the fuck out of here. Go jump in their van. And it was, the road trip was half of the fun. Like, all that stuff was fucking great. Yeah. It was, like, kind of like that's what made the, the Florida was great, but getting there was great, too, which I don't think we'll ever have again. Because I don't think road trips, unless the pandemic collapses the airline industry, road trips just aren't a thing for like your kids generation won't really road trip no unless you for fun are like we'll go to the grand canyon i don't whatever you won't you won't but like our generation it was kind of like that was still a fun thing to go do the the uh 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 why can't i think i'm um, the uh chevy chase what's wrong with me um chevy chase vacation yeah the original yeah. vacation it was like that's what america was at that time was like yeah, we'll drive there. You're like, it's so far. Like, Isn't it weird so that, what? that there's a Chevy Chase, Maryland? Yeah, there's a Chevy Chase Boulevard here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, is he that? No. Is he that beloved? <laughs> I think that name means something. We don't know about. <laughs> we, I mean, I've said that before. I'm like, is that a thing? And I'm too dumb to know that it, there I was think a guy so. named Chevy Chase. Should we Google before? it right now? Yeah, will you Google Let's Chevy Chase? Because honestly, there's a Chevy Chase Boulevard in, I think it's, I want to say it's, it's right next to Griffith Park. I think it's right over there. There's a Chevy Chase Avenue or Boulevard. And I was like, <laughs> dude, do you know how like when you Google, it also has like common questions asked about. Something? Yeah, also ask. Yeah. The t- the number one one put in just Chevy Chase. It says, "What is wrong with Chevy Chase?" <laughs> <laughs> what is the matter with Chevy Chase? It's well, because so... you've heard all these stories where he's like, you know, these the lore of Chevy where he's like doesn't want to work anymore and is kind of pissy and mad and angry. Have you heard any of this stuff? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you heard, like, I think maybe Dan Harmon had talked about on the set of Community. He yeah. was, like, grumpy and mad. and But but also, I want to side with him for two seconds, a guy, a guy that I don't know. I guess after, like, 40 years in the business, yeah, I probably would be like, all right, fuck everything. I'm doing this because oh, yeah. I just have to pay bills. And as an actor, there's no real retirement plan that doesn't exist. Like you don't, you know what I mean? It's like people also forget though. Like with him, and I would say, this will be like kind of generationally removing people from like. But he was one of the biggest box office stars in yeah. the world. Yeah, in the world. And I thought of um, it was actually before my time, but I learned this Same. about Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Same. Um, they're like, do you don't understand though? Like, had a string of like seven years. Yeah. As the number the one guy yeah and then it's like when that changes and mm-hmm. you're just like everyone's still well, people like you but you're just an actor now yeah, you're a guy uh that's gotta be it's gotta be hard well but also it's kind of hard to see in a business where like there's people dude that have made like nine ten eleven box office bombs yeah and the business is still like we love them yeah but you're like but they keep eating shit yeah like I don't think you could name one. I don't think you could name one legitimate Jennifer Aniston movie where you're like, "Oh, dude, it's the movie's incredible." It's an amazing movie. No, and I'm not shitting on her. It's like she's just been in a lot of stuff where you're like, "It's okay, I don't know." Yeah. But friends, they love her. like, but friends, but friends, but it just helps. Like, I that just, just saw helps. a thing where Colin Farrell yeah. was he was starring in things for a while. Yeah. 
and he said in something recent, like you could probably find it, right. that he's never been happier than when he w- was like when he could no longer be the the name above the title. Uh, he said he loves his. I mean, you know, someone can just say that, but he's like it's such a freeing thing to. Yeah, not I'm sure because be... the pressure must be absurd to carry a movie. Yeah. Like like we've known Tiffany had I we've known Tiffany Haddish for years as a stand up yeah. when, when she became a movie star name movie star the pressure is absurd because they're like well you are this thing now and if they don't like it then we look at you for some reason but you're like what about the studio what about the writers what about the producer what about and the way people like criticize her is crazy yeah everyone's I'm like, gonna, why are you so mad if about you're something? up there you're gonna get it yeah you, they, they they we are I don't know the term but we love to. We love to go as high as you can get, yeah, and, and then, then when you're up there, you're like, come on down. Come on down. Yeah. It's such a sick business. I wanted to educate you a little bit. Yeah, please. The name Chevy Chase <laughs> is derived from Chevy Chasse. They made the name of the land patented to Colonel Joseph Belt from Charles Calvert, 5th Baron Baltimore, on July 10th, 1725. Holy shit. It has historic associations to a 1388 battle between Lord Percy of England and Earl Douglas of Scotland, uh, the subject of the ballad entitled The Ballad of Chevy Chase. Wow. At issue in this chevalcy, a French word describing a border raid or hunting grounds, or a chasse in the the Cheviot Hills of... Cheviot Hills. Cheviot Hills of Northumberland and Otterburn. We have Cheviot Hills here. We do? Yeah, we have a Cheviot Hills here. Um, so, uh, Wait, know. so this, what is his... So is his real name not Chevy Chase? I have no... I'm, I'm reading about the name, the word... <laughs> Me oh, you just Mar- okay, on, okay. So we despite got rumor and right? speculation, yeah. Chevy Chase Maryland has no direct relation to actor and comedian Chevy Chase. Both are named after the British ballot. He was named, so his he just happens to come from Chase, a uh, last name Chase, and and is named that as such. Yes, his wow. real name is Cornelius, Cornelius Crane, Crane yeah. Chase. Yeah, and it looks like Chevy Chase, Maryland, was named the most affluent town in the United States. Most affluent town? Yeah, Maryland. Chevy mm. Chase, Maryland. Chevy Chase, Maryland. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Mm. Maryland, you've been to the Northeast, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I get lived that. there. I lived in uh, College Park for a while. For University of Maryland. For school, is. yeah, I was just going to say. I, I didn't but go there. But school is always different because, oh, you didn't go to school? You just around? I, it was, I, I, I mean, I just like yeah, college. I uh, love college parties. I love college parties. You know what's so funny about that? I partied with guys at ASU. Yeah. That were like 24. You went to ASU? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, man. I know. I know. We wiped down the chair before you sat in it. Thank you. Uh, I, I remember partying with like 22, 24-year-olds. When we were 19, 20, we first got in. You were like, they're 58. Yeah. I was like, yeah. these guys are 106. But I was yeah. also like, they're the coolest dudes on earth. Yeah. I was like, what do you do? And the guy's like, Jiffy Loop. And you're like, fucking dude, what are you, a billionaire? Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? Six houses uh, already? Never, dude. Yeah. We had dudes that like party with us that didn't go to college, but lived in college. They lived in college. Like they would meet us on campus. They would hang out. Like they were in college, but they weren't in college. Yeah. It was the weirdest feeling of I like, remember being in college and having non-college like, like yeah friends. like local yeah local local i went to a really small school so like you see them you notice them more you know what i mean you're like yeah you've been at the, you've been at these parties for a while now he's like i'll never leave dude yeah started at 17 i'll never, never fucking leave. go away dude yeah bryson yeah that was a lot there was a lot of california transplants in, in arizona oh, those schools have the both of them u of a and asu have just insane reputations. Yeah, for what? For academics, you mean? You've heard like biology. Yes, we are the, we are the best at bio. We're the yeah. best at chemistry. Yep. And ironically, 
also at math. That's crazy. Yeah, I went to school. I got my degree in um, hydroponic chemical engineering uh, with a minor in heart surgery as a focus. That's a, I'd never even heard of that. Yeah, it's a new class. It's one class. Heart, heart surgery. Heart surgery focus. Yeah, heart focus. surgery focus. Yeah, and you don't have to go to med school because, well, at least what the professor says, med school is is a lot of fodder. It's a lot of books and like... But uh, isn't that how you would be good at it? I don't think so. I think you just have to talk about it as much as you can. We talked about it often, about what surgery would be like. Is it scary? Have you done a heart surgery? No. Oh, my God. What are you nuts? No. Oh. No, I just we just talked about it often, but I have a degree oh. for it. I don't think I can perform. I think it's highly illegal. But I do think the degree sets me up for a future in what could be perhaps consultation online. Have you ever witnessed uh, a surgery? Uh, no. No. Have you? Many. Really? Yeah. I had the wild idea that I wanted to be a doctor, a surgeon. You did? Well, this is young, though. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So I was like a freshman in high school. And I tell, I'm like, I think I want to be a doctor. I mean, I'm a freshman. Aren't your parents like, come on. Yeah, of course. But I think they're like, well, this is a good sign. It's a good sign, but also like, Like, he's fucking dumb. He's not going to do it. He can't get But I was like, yes, I do. I mean, I'm very convincing, you know? And they're like, okay. So I go, I think I want to be like a surgeon though, you know? So my dad calls his brother, who's like a well-known doctor, who sets me up. Is your dad a doctor, by the way? No. Okay. His brother. And, uh sets me up to go to the Mayo in Jacksonville and witness surgery like for a day. To just be a part of it. Like I get there 7 a.m. And I'm a, I'm a freshman. I remember that the one of the doctors goes, what school do you go to? I was a, kind of a big kid, you know? Yeah. I mean, for a freshman in high school, I was probably, uh, I don't know, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and like 185 or something. Full so, size. Full size. Yeah. And he was like, what school do you go to? And I, I say my high school and he's like, that's a university? And I go, I'm in high school. He was like, you're in high school. <laughs> so I think he thought he Did was also taking... Did you eat the other high school boys? Well, he's like, he goes like, why are you... Do-? Like, he thought he was going to take like a college kid. Yeah, right, right, right. And he's like, so you're here. I was like, I want to do this. <laughs> and he was like, okay. All right. So I witness 13 surgeries that day. Holy fuck. They start me like, first thing, like I'm at the hospital... 6 30 in the morning yeah and this guy he's like all right and he takes me and like the first surgery we witness is to an 87 year old woman who's having a cyst removed from her vagina oh my god and i go in there and he's like you're gonna stand here he goes like so i'm standing at the foot of the bed and you standing in like just, a, su- and a just smock stare, and staring shit. straight yeah. up yeah yeah i'm covered and everything <laughs> And he goes, uh, he go, come here, come here. And he pulls me aside. He goes, just so you know, she's not under. So if you say something, she can hear it. And I go, <laughs> She's okay. awake for the surgery? Yeah, she's just like uh, anesthetized. Ah, right, right, from below down. Below the waist. Yeah, yeah. Do they start? And like, so there's this 87-year-old pussy just like wide open in front of me. And I'm like, all right. I'm That's in. how you knew you were I, gay. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and then he kind of, he's like, they go in there. And then he, he's like, here's the cyst. And then he's like, holy shit. Like, this is enormous. So they start bringing in other people to look at it. And then they go, like, Edith? And she's like, yes. He goes, we're going to take some pictures. (laughs) (laughs) 
And she's like, okay. <laughs> we just want to post this stuff, He's man, like, on uh, MySpace. This is wild. Goes, We've never seen one this size. So this is going to be in a journal. But your face won't be in the photos or anything like that, okay? She's, she just gives like a yeah. rock on above it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so they start taking pictures. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God. And then he pops it. And it's just, yeah, it's just like oozing. He, oh my God. And we leave that and he was like, wasn't that something? And I go, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get into stand-up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, let's go watch some more surgeries. Fuck that. Like I don't, that to me. I, I've always had a stomach for stuff that's like that turns people, but I never understood how someone could like over and over want to open people up. I was always like, Ooh, like we did the uh, frog in, uh, you know, in uh, bio or whatever. You know, you have to open yeah. up the frog. And that made people sick. I remember kids puking in class. And it never made me sick, but I was like, who would want to hmm? do this over Puke. and over? Oh, I know. Who would want to do it? Well, I listen, was like, it's so weird to I, open I shit up. I spent that day and I was like, I don't want to do surgery. Uh-oh, fuck yeah, that. Yeah. No way. I never get the whole idea of like, I could be okay with doing it if I have to do it, but there's people that are so comfortable yeah. that it doesn't, it, it's like, a, it's, I thought about this the other day when I was at the, when I was going to get the, the, my, my ankle looked at in the medical building, as I'm passing these hallways and passing like, um, there was uh, an optometrist, and a podiatrist, there's, you know, every kind of doctor. And as I was in the waiting room, I thought about that. I was like, God, I wonder what it's like to make the decision of like, I guess this will be my focus because I definitely don't want to do that. And I know internally they probably talk shit to each other. Like, what, sure. are you, like what are you? Like, uh, I'm a uh, podiatrist or an orthopedist. And they're like, oh, bitch. Oh. Like, do they shit on each other? Absolutely. Yeah. So like, if you do, if you're, if you're a surgeon, they're like top, top tier shit. And they look at the other doctors like bitches. Like, oh, is that you? They fucking? absolutely do. That's so funny they, to they, me. They, General surgeons, I'm saying, are up there. Uh, Cardiology, like heart surgeons. Well, that's legit. Neurologists, right? You know, you're doing like who's the lowest of the like who's the one that they mock the most? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's probably chiropractors, you know. Yeah. But then, <laughs> even if you're, are oh, you gonna like, fix his back? They mock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like you're not. But I mean, I'm sure they they definitely all. If you're like you know, your general physician, they realize that you're you're a necessity. You, yeah. You're needed, but they're like. They they well, are. What are you really they're doing? Like, you know that they I'm, call him Wikipedia. I'm way above you. Yeah. <laughs> like here comes Doctor Wikipedia yeah, with his oh, fucking, fucking with his generalized WebMDs here, everyone. Yeah. The, <laughs> are you gonna guess what someone has again, Mike? Is that you, what you're gonna do? So your whole thing is that you refer your patients to us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who? Because I saw a thing. Uh, uh, someone just was make fun of that. Oh, there's a show called Floor is Lava on Netflix that people are watching now. Hmm. Do you know about this bullshit? Floor is Lava. Yeah. It's like a it's like a gauntlet game show three people they try to get through a room where the floor is literally like bubbling fucking lava and they have to jump from thing to thing to thing to get to the exit and if they fall in they lose and points. And it's real or scripted? It's real lava. Real lava. No, it's it's no, it's a it's like a game show. It's a game show. Yeah, okay. No. Um but but during one point they had doctors versus nurses and the doctors were like yeah, you know, like no, we love our nurses. Like they're the best. Like they Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're wonderful. And the nurses were like, did they talk shit? Because we do like all the fucking work. Like they just get to like saunter in and like read a fucking notebook that we like. They were so <laughs> annoyed. I love it. I they love were it. it was it was like funny that they were like, Oh, what did like what did they say they do? Because they're like yeah. GPs, like they we like we do everything. And then one girl was like, No, seriously, like we like she's like listing off all the shit that you could tell that there was such a there's such like this internal clashing where they're like, Don't think you're fucking you're not better. Yeah. It's like, 
well, I am better than you. And they're like, no, fuck you. Like, yeah, we yeah. do the thing. You just get to take credit for the it's thing. It's a very classist thing, I think, especially with doctors and, and, and nurses. nurses. For That's- sure. For sure. And I think, I mean, because here's the thing. Like, if you're, you know, a nurse has a, actually has a, a pretty extensive education. Of course. Really knows. Yeah, to get there is, is not just like, you don't just like sign up. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I think that they're less dismissed. I mean, they're, you know, there's probably jokes with doctors, but... The way that like civilians are like, you're a nurse. It's like I'm sure that they're probably like, do you do know that I'll I would save your I could save your life. Yeah, right. right. Like that is true. Yeah, they just get kind of brushed off as like you're a part of the process. Yeah, which is a bummer because it's almost like yeah, they're not parking attendants. <laughs> like they're well, it's how it's how that's how doctors treat nurses the way from just what I've heard you treat everyone that's ever opened for you. Oh, I'm you you savage. are brutal. Yeah. You're brutal. Somebody told me one time, whoever was opening for you a couple of years ago, not only did you not, they couldn't get a hotel, you forced them to, uh, you rented a car at Hertz, you rented like a Chevy Volt, and you made them sleep in the car. I did, and but I also- You wouldn't turn it on, no I heat. I don't turn no, it on, no wow. heat, you got because it, it's about, you know, getting like, I realize I'm a coach for these, you know, openers. What were you going to say? Were you going to say bitches? Well, I was going to say- openers? I, Is that what you are going to say? I also asked for a feature gift. But so they have to bring you They have something. to bring me a gift. And oh, so the wow. first time that I, you know, was educating one of them on it, and they were like, well, what's a feature gift? And I'm like, well, you gift the headliner mm-hmm. as a way of saying, you know, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. And she, the opener, was like, well, how, do I, how much did I spend? And I go, how much are you earning this week? Right. So she said, you know, $500. And I right. go, Something around five hundred dollars, five to six hundred dollars. Yeah, should be. They the should gift. be willing to take a loss to open for you. Yeah, of course. Financially, I have because I have heard what you typically do is if a feature is getting a certain amount of money, let's just make an arbitrary. Let's just yeah. say like, oh, they get seven hundred dollars. I've heard that you dock depending on what how many jokes you don't like. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, if like if you don't open strong, right? Um, so is it how how do you dock? Is it ten dollars, twenty dollars? Wild. If you have a wildlife joke, you immediately lose a hundred bucks. Really? Know? So yeah. it's out. Out. And what's the biggest detrimental joke? Like what joke can they tell that you really take away the most money? What is it that, that's like the thing that they... Just to inform listeners in, fa- in case they don't know, that you really start taking away money if they do a certain kind of joke or... Yeah, I mean, like if they do an accent or like, you know, right. something about like, oh, you know, one time I, I was with my mom and, you oh, know... family stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then you really cut it, then it's... Then they I'll just go right to half. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever made sure that people that work with you don't get paid at all? I try to like I'll you know if I do if I do a club I'll yeah. just I'll tell the club I'll go are you planning on paying them and they'll be like yeah and I'll go just give it to me wow. you know yeah and, and then they go like you'll pay them and I go yeah <laughs> yeah I'll pay them I mean it's a look it's your it's your comedic choice uh, yeah. as a performer to do what you want but I do think that's well weird. I like to remind them I like to go like to when they're like oh, I didn't get paid I'm like oh did did everyone come out to see you <laughs> is that what you say to them yeah yeah. I guess I get that, and it is your ask show. any of them; they'll tell you. That. Yeah, oh, yeah. Can I ask you one more intimate question? That, yeah, that's kind of along the comedy lines. There's rumors on the internet that your son mm-hmm. is a ghostwriter for some of your material. Yeah, you're willing to admit that on the show. You're willing to admit that today that your son actually does write some of your stuff. So where uh, where are you gonna where are you gonna join? You think to play, dude? 
the deflection is so obvious. I'm not deflecting. I'm saying you you're were deflecting, talk- dude. You said you were going to join. You're them. deflecting because your son writes your shit. Now you're saying that because. And I ca- I cannot wait for this to come out so people can hear finally that like people always are like Tom's so funny. Like I have friends that go, I love Tom. I love like oh you're friends with Tom. I said yeah yeah we're cool yeah yeah I love Tom. And, oh dude I think Tom's so funny. He's a genius. People say that kind of bullshit that they think you they think you're this comedic fucking like a phenomenal comedic entertainer and you're so funny and and I, for years i've been like there's no fucking way yeah that he that he does his own stuff yeah and i thought that he doesn't steal jokes from peers because i know you don't steal yeah. from comedians but i go he's jack he's getting it from somewhere so if you because he is I, it your son for real here's what i've heard yeah i've heard that you can join a club socially or you can join <laughs> them to play just like just play yeah. golf but you get a better deal. Yes, I think if you just, I think if you join socially, then you don't have golf access. Well, so you I, gotta, you to, gotta, to be honest, yeah, um, I'm not joining a club. That was just to bait you to find out. You're not gonna pull. You have. I just wanted to find out if you could, if you could head some pull in some town to get me into something. Do you feel like when you argue with someone that mm-hmm. your heart rate goes down? Yeah, actually. Really? Yeah. That's that's a psychopathic. Trait. Yeah, it goes way down. <laughs> Like if we get into a debate, I calm down. You calm down? Yeah, because I feel like I, I have to because you, you sink low. Everything slows down, so I can start picking out stuff. So like, your heart rate doesn't race, and you don't get short of breath. No, and, at any moment I like like I saw that I saw that big gold thing over there, and I yeah. thought I could hit him over the head with that and hurt him bad. And that calmed you down. It cal- makes me feel good. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> that gives me like a uh, like a, a solace of of the yeah, moment. Doctor Drew was telling me about that. He was like, you know, and some people. Because we were watching a confrontation on a, on a video clip. Arguments? Yeah. And I was like, he was like, Tell me you know, it was the, the woman calls the, the girl an N-word and she fights her. That one? No, it was a different one. God, it was, is it, one. So that it was so a funny. neighbor. It was a neighbor who was mad at his neighbor for burning dirty. I'd never even... Uh, oh, he meant yeah. using dirty firewood. He's yeah. like, oh, this fucking... Your fucking smoke is dark. Yep. And he was going crazy. Using bad wood, you're burning up. And, he was, and Drew was like, you know, there are people... Who, when they do this, when they confront, their heart rate actually lowers. Like they go, they it makes them feel good to have the confrontation. Wow! Like, in, they get they, into they, a calm. They get like, off on whereas it. most of us would be like, "The fuck!" And you would feel your heart rate go up, and you feel your kind of your throat dry out, right. and you're like, you know, you can even feel like the <laughs> that you know? anxiety. Yeah, he's like, no, this guy. He's like, this might just be like a thing he does, and it, he feels good after it. I had a, there was a woman who was flying through the neighborhood. This is crazy. Because, like, if a guy was doing something and I got into an, uh, a verbal alterca- altercation with a guy, at this age that you're like, I'm not fighting a guy. This is fucking insane unless yeah. he's doing something I need to, like, really defend someone. Yeah. But with a guy, I'd be like, oh, fuck you. And I'd probably stay the same heart rate. Yeah. My heart went through the roof. Because it was a woman. This woman, because she, her her confidence was staggering. Yeah. Dude, she was flying down the street in our neighborhood. We're walking our dog. And our neighborhood's quiet as fuck. And she's flying in this truck. And as she goes by, I do the very dad bullshit. I'm like, slow down. I do the slow down. I throw, yeah. slow down. And her window's open. Slams on her brakes. Puts it in reverse. I'm not kidding. It puts it in reverse. When it goes in, are you... You're, yes, my yeah. heart is like... Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw it was like this little yeah. tiny girl. And she's like, what the fuck did you say, you fucking bitch? And I was like... 
I said, slow down. You're flying through the neighborhood. I'm trying to keep my composure. But inside, I'm like, dude, this lady is crazy. crazy. <laughs> She's going to kill me. Yeah. She's, if it was a dude, I probably would have been like, oh, fuck you, bro. Get the fuck out. This woman was tight. She could barely over the wheel. Her head was like a foot over the wheel. And she's like, what is that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Too fast for you. You pussy. And I swear to what? God, dude was emasculating the shit out of me. And I'm like, you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you need to slow down in the neighborhood. I, I like I couldn't get it out because I was I couldn't believe she had the. I thought, no way is this woman going to back yeah. up and be like, you fucking bitch. And then I go just I go. And then I started doing this. I started saying, you need to relax. You need to relax. Oh, that killed her. That you killed need, her. Oh, yeah, dude. She, she's like, oh, are you relaxed? How old You're was she? Huh? How old was this? Oh, girl? maybe, I mean, 38, but with drugs, 46. Yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? You could, she had a tough day. She had a really tough yeah. time. Usually, like, the, the druggies, though, Yeah. they'll do that shit. Oh, I, yeah. I've had the confrontation. Oh, she's ready with, to fight. Yeah. I had a, This was not drug-related. Mm -hmm. I have a car where um, I just had a crazy exhaust put into it, mm -hmm. and I was shifting manually and so i went to shift in in this neighborhood and you could hear like the like when i shifted i wasn't going crazy fast but it does but sound so it, nice. but it sounds nice and this guy walked down the street he just goes like this i've been that guy by the way so you know what i did mm -hmm. I, was, I was just kind of a psycho move i was driving i went <laughs> like that too. Hey, yeah, I, fucking, like, oh. I like fast cars and then i just kept going yeah you don't you don't have to stop for that guy no. but i do think if you're flying through I, I, if you're going super fast, like absurdly fast on the freeway or on major roads, I'm cool with it because I like fast too. Yeah. Neighborhood. No, no, it's not cool residential. I just think you're a dick. Like, you are. If you want to speed, go on the main road. If you want to flip your car on the freeway, do it, dude. Yeah. I, I want to watch it. Whenever I see someone flying, I'm always like, do it. <laughs> I want it. When people are cutting yeah. through lanes, yeah. my, my dad is always like, look at this fucking guy. You know the guy that's yeah. a changing lane, changing yeah, lane? Yeah, yeah. My dad's always like, this asshole. And I'm always like, nah, I love it. Because I want to see, yeah, I want to yeah. watch it. Yeah, if sure. I'm behind it, I want to see it. When I was a kid, I've told the story before. My dad and I watched, I watched a car, no shit. I watched a car go from the opposite side of a freeway over onto our side of the freeway with my That's, own two eyes. Yep. Watched it happen. He must have either fallen asleep or avoided clipping someone and went over a, wasn't a medium. It was the old, there wasn't concrete mediums. It was, um, it was like on the Kennedy Expressway and it was a, uh, like a guardrail. They were almost like mini guardrails. You know, they were just it single strips. Flipped over there. It, it cracked over and then and spun. Yeah, watched it happen as a kid. I was like nine. I remember I remember it so vividly and it was like on the news. It was this big thing and the whole time I was like, we were there. We were there. Yeah. It was f absurd and I don't even know what ended up happening. Everybody died but whatever the case, it's like if someone's going to be crazy on the freeway, it's like that's the spot to do it, I guess. Uh, yeah. If you're going to be absurd, have you gotten an absurd speeding ticket in one of these things? Because you you like a zoom zoom fast car guy. I like a zoom zoom fast. No, I haven't gotten a speeding ticket in a while, and I've never gotten a. I've never gotten pinched when I was doing. I I was going when pretty, you were doing coke when you were speeding. Well, <laughs> I got pulled over. I just remembered this. I got pulled over about six months ago going pretty fast. What are we talking? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I was over a hundred. There was the thing is like it I was, was in a school zone. You were going 185. No, no, I was I was doing that thing where you know it was a night drive. Uh, I was coming back to L.A. Yeah, and it was like that you'd hit pockets where you can floor it, but then like yeah. you see cars, you slow down. You know, it's like freeway driving after 10:30. 90 to 100. Yeah, you're in that zone. Mm -hmm. And I saw I got lit up. I was like, fuck. And they she let me go. It was a female. Did she know who you were? No. 
she, she was, didn't know who you were? She didn't say anything. Because I feel like people that let go, it's only because they know who you are. Why would cops let you go when you're speeding? She's probably a fan and didn't know. say it. Didn't I got pulled it. over again last week. Now you remind me. I got pulled over last week <laughs> in a different car, <laughs> and, then and he let, let me go. go. Yeah, yeah, he knew who you were. There's no fucking... You know how many people are listening like, fuck, you got... When people get pulled over, the cop has no reason to not give you a ticket. Well, he goes, he goes where are you going so fast? This is what he said last week. How I, polite. I know. I go, I'm sorry? And he goes, where are you going so fast? And I go, I didn't even realize I was go- going fast. <laughs> Like, you didn't. I was like, you I, didn't? I go, was I? I go, I, you know, I'm, and then I go, I'm sorry. I was just, and he goes, was that your friend there? Cause I was driving with someone who mm-hmm. was in another car. Oh, yeah. And I go, hi. Yeah. <laughs> like, I so, don't know. That guy? There's a guy up there. And then he goes, uh, all right, give me, you know, I gave him everything. And yeah. He's like, uh, he comes down, he writes something down, and he goes, uh, he gives me my lies. He goes, do me a favor. And I go, yeah. He goes, slow it down for me. And I go, Sure, yeah. Tom Segura. That was it. He knew who you were. I don't know. Yes, dude. Yes, because I'm not famous like you're famous. I have like a few people that go, oh, I kind of recognize this weirdo. Aren't you from a thing that I don't like? And I go, <laughs> yes. And and when I get pulled over, every time I've gotten tickets. I, I, have, I, have, I have a felony ticket from my, from my past for you going do? double the speed limit. Yeah. But that's when I first started in comedy and I was doing those uh, triple runs. How fa- wait, how fast were you going? 130. 130. In a... Oh, it was a 65 zone, I think, yeah. Where were you? Outside of Nevada, on, how, the, on the way to Winnemucca. How fat is that ticket? I mean, this was all this was 12 years ago, 13 years ago, but it was uh, it was a felony charge that I had to go to court for. Holy shit! Yeah, which was crazy because they can they can if it's double the speed limit, it is a felony, right? Um, and uh, they don't have to write it as a felony write up ticket. It can it can it can be just a violation. And they could choose to make it a felony. Mm-hmm. But Something I tells me that, like, go ahead. When he met you, yeah, yeah. he was like, "I kind of want to make this a felony." Yeah, same. Th- yeah, it's happened to me my whole life with cops. I've always had an adverse reaction to cops. I have cops in my family, and I respect them. Yeah. But the moment I get pulled over, I'm like, "This isn't why I pay for you." I get, so, <laughs> dude. I get. I don't say that, but I get so annoyed that I'm like, "You're. This is why. Go get a guy that's killing somebody or raping somebody. Like, why You're am I speeding? You're that yeah, guy. Yeah, I fucking hate it. Yeah. Why are you getting me? I'm going a little fast. My uh, older sister, I have an older sister and a younger sister. My older sister. Your older sister is 92. 92 years old. Wild. It's crazy. Yeah. We're born so far apart. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she uh, she has been the, per- the, the person at fault in 13 or 14 car accidents. What? Yeah. Take her license away. I know. That's it. What state is this in? A few, but mostly <laughs> in Wisconsin and Florida. She's a national problem on the road. She's, it's unbelievable. Well, time out. Let me ask you something, not to cut you off. Yeah. In Wisconsin, there isn't a three strike law. So maybe that's why she, because you know. That's where she started driving. Okay. Because I don't know if you know this. This is a, We used to joke about this in Chicago. Wisconsin has no law for, in DUI culture. If you get three DUIs, you have a license. Uh, your license is expelled for the rest of your life, right? In, you, yeah. Well, three strike law states: California, yeah, yeah. Most places that Illinois have Illinois like that. Yeah, if you have three three DUIs, you're done for done. Yeah. Wisconsin does not have a three strike law for DUIs. There was a woman. Sorry to interject, but there was a woman. I remember reading stories. She had twelve DUIs. Yeah, I've always heard those stories. And you're but like, Wisconsin. Because Wisconsin cops are like, come on, Betty, get home, will you? And she's like, all right, you get it at home. They're like, oh, I gotta shit. take you in. Come on, we got. Will you follow us? Will you follow us? Can you, like, Wisconsin has that like drinking, 
country yeah, lifestyle yeah, where they're like, I she's fine. You're queer. Yeah. <laughs> like falls asleep. Yeah, we gotta take her in. Yeah. So your sister started with one of her dozen in Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. So she, yes, that. So even minor things like backing up into a light pole, backing up into a parked car. Come on. Consi- but they're considered they are accidents. Accidents. Yeah. Uh, barking, uh, leaving um, or crashing into the crashing into the island at a gas station I while you you're while leaving? you're just leaving the gas just station. Just taking off. Yeah. Just hit and then like damage the whole side <laughs> of the car. Go, leaving a kid, leaving a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but she's also don't think it's just the she's also been t-boned and she's also oh, she's been hit. But at her fault. Like, of course. Yeah, yeah, of, of course. course. She's yeah, been course. T-boned. She's rear-ended people. She's T-boned other cars. Have you driven, in a, have you been in a vehicle with her recently? Yeah, she just has no spatial awareness. Not recently, no, no. Right. And like, also, you know, there, it's, it's one of those things too, like if you like driving, there's things that you think are intuitive that yes. somebody who is a bad driver, you're like, what are you doing? I, I couldn't and, agree fucking more. It's crazy. And like, it's, it's, uh, you're like, you're doing this you're like, all how, wrong. Why would you do it like that? You know when yeah. you say that when you go, why... Okay. Yeah. You're like, why aren't you going right now? Yeah. Why did you stop? Right. Why are you right. turning here? Right. Like all of that. So, why? But I remember, I remember as one of the, like my dad is pretty composed, you know? Like I've yeah. seen him get mad, but he's pretty composed. And when we were in high school, I remember they had like a built in dresser to the wall. In your room? In, in his room. Okay. Like the dresser was, like it came with the house. It's right. built into yeah. the wall. And, I remember that my mom told him something and he was opening a drawer and he pulled it out of the wall and the whole thing came out of the wall. And I was like, oh, shit. shit. And so I was like, what happened? And she had told him that my sister had just called and told her that she got a speeding ticket for going 105 in a 55. And he was like, she was 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. And then... So he was so mad, and then he called her, and he was like, what are you doing? And she was like, I was dancing. Like, that's why I didn't know. She was dancing? She was, he was like, wait a minute, you're driving. And she was like, yeah, but I was like, <laughs> driving and no, dancing. No, you're driving a vehicle. No. No, she's like, I, was I, was raging, a, I didn't dude. really realize how fast I was going. <laughs> I like your sister. Yeah. Although I never want to be near her on the road. In a vehicle, it's ever. real dangerous. Well, be safe, Tom, okay? Don't ever get near your sister ever again in a car. Uh, I, I want to say this, I really appreciate you as a person, as a comedian and as a friend, because you're great at all three before on the episode. I want to say, this is me being sincere. When I started this podcast, I was going to, Tom was going to help me out and, uh, I was very grateful for it. And I mean that. And the only reason I didn't take help from Tom is because Christina's advice was just better than yours. Yeah. Genuinely, genuinely. Christina was more intuitive. She was smarter. She had just yep. better ideas. Yep. Tom said, you should rent an airplane hangar at LAX and do it from there. Yep. I went there. They wanted $8,700 a month for a closet. And then it was like, I, what about the whole hangar? Tom says, I need a hangar. Yep. And they were like, that's insane. It's 150 grand. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, yep. I couldn't. Anyway, I didn't take your advice, and I'm glad I didn't because it was so ill. It Thank was you. such bad advice. But um, I appreciate you. Because when it. I started this podcast, literally, you were one of the people I talked to about it. I was like, "Yeah, I kind of want to do it. Is this a bad idea? No, no. And you were very promotional of it, and I appreciate you for that. Um, Absolutely. You've taught me a lot as a friend. As a comedian, you've taught me that you can, you can get away with anything on stage as long as you pretend like it's funny. 
And that's right. that that's something I've learned from you. And I learned that, you know, from my son. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for being here. And I end every episode the same way. I want you to look in the camera when I get off camera. Okay. And I want you to end it with one word or one phrase of your choosing. I'm going to walk off and then you are in an episode. Look in the camera, one word or one phrase. Piggy. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.